Hi, hooker. Hi, hooker. <laughs> Is you ready, whore? <laughs> I'm making it. <laughs> we on the struggle bus tonight. I'm always on the struggle bus. Like, I'm the hot mess express. Always. I'm on the struggle bus of um, staying awake because it's been storming down here. So. Oh, yeah. The sky has, the sky actually fell out about 30 minutes. I'm 100% sure that after we finish recording, I am going to put on my house coat and put on my bonnet. Yes, bonnet. Bonnet gang. And we're better than Tim Roman. <laughs> bonnet Chronicles. Hello, guys. Welcome to On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. Hello. Bonjour. Ash, are you sipping on anything tonight? Um, I was earlier, but that's <laughs> because I had a meeting with a client. So other than that, it's a I'm currently sipping on alkaline water. I am sipping on sweet tea and there's no alcohol in it. So sorry to disappoint y'all. It's it's been a long day. Well, sweet tea is the house wine of the South, so you know This is true. This is You're true. welcome. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Just want to remind you guys that we do have an Instagram page up. It's at O-T-R-P-O-D. You guys can talk to us through that. Ash, do you have any shout outs before we begin? Yes. So last week, well, not last week, last episode, our shout outs were all about the real estate market. So this episode, our shout outs are going to be I guess you would call them mental health and like self-appreciation shout outs. So my first shout out and lo- and lo and behold, they are all Charleston natives. Ooh, I like all that. Lo- Mine will be self-appreciation geared because all low, all low country natives. So, you know, this is beautiful. So our podcast up that we would like to shout out is the new Geechee podcast by her name is also Kiki. Oh. Mm-hmm. She's from Cross. Ay. So she right there across the water. Hey, girl. <laughs> but yeah, she has the new Geechee podcast that also shouts out the young melanated professionals. So I wanted to shout her out. We're going to give a shout out to my girl, Shell, with her website and IG page, the Choose True Project, which they have a project called Small Win Wednesday. So it's easy to get caught up in the big wins of life. But every now and then, we got to give ourselves credit for the small things being taken off our list. So Shell has a really cool project going on with the IG. And then I left, my last big up is going to my homegirl, Taylor. And she has a project called Three Super Awesome Things, which I like these two things because it just reminds you to take stock of everything around you because we're so caught up on trying to catch everything. We miss the most important and the most detailed things. So those are my big ups. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have one shout out and it is um, stemming from, I went to a panel here in Charleston, South Carolina on the fashion business and why there's a lack of diversity here in Charleston. Yeah, yeah girl, it was, it was a doozy, but um I went, there were a lot of social media influencers there, and the one person that I really, the reason I went was there, her name is Ioka Lucas, she is a black woman, um, lived here in Charleston, and actually what a lot of people didn't know, except for me, because I've been stalking her a couple years, she founded Charleston Fashion Week. Um, Yes, so let me give you a brief history on Ioka Lucas, she worked for Charleston, I believe it was... Oh, I can't believe I don't have the name. Like Charleston Magazine, Charleston mm-hmm. like Style Magazine. She was working yeah. there as a style editor. And she decided, what if we throw this event for Charleston, like a New York Fashion Week? It was inspired by that. So her boss was like, um, well, thinking that it was just going to be a party, she was like, well, gather up your resources and throw it. And she was able to gather up models, um, editors, videographers, people like that, writers, photographers, and she threw the first Charleston Fashion Week. Fast forward 10 years later, and it's like a major event here in Charleston. It's actually... Let me tell you how you taught me something, because I had no... Yes. Oh, yes, ma'am. Um, so she came up with the idea, um, and as the years went by, she was kind of phased out. 
Ooh. and it became this huge Charleston thing. So she left the magazine. She's currently a stylist living in New York. Uh, she styled Chance the Rapper for his Ebony cover. Mm. So she's out there doing big things. Her son is an up-and-coming rapper in, on the New York scene. So when she came back and she told the story, I always would refer to her as the founder of Charleston Fashion Week. A lot of people in the room did not know that um, yeah. she is the founder of Charleston Fashion Week. So shout out to Ioka Lucas. She, I mean, she... They need to put some respect on her name because they don't acknowledge her at all. Oh my god! Um, major respect to you, Miss Lucas. Once yes. again, Black ex- Excellence, Black Girl Magic hashtag yes, yes. Black Excellence. Um, and she's still completely humble about it. They just they have never Charleston as a whole just does not acknowledge her as the founder of it. So her Instagram is Ioka A Y O K A. L-U, Ioka Lu, and I've actually met her like three times, so she's a really nice person and all of that black girl magic. So yeah, that's all nice right. That's the history lesson for the day. Yes, a black woman founded Charleston Fashion Week. Yes, yes. Class is in session. Now that the positivity is over, let's get into the mess. Let's read. <laughs> Time to go to the library and read. <laughs> open your books the first thing I have that we can discuss well not really discuss Cardi B and Offset have been married since September of 2016 is that for real I thought that was just clickbait it is not clickbait because Cardi put out a statement and I'm going to read it oh she put out an uh you know an Apple Notes (laughs) release now bear with me because y'all know Cardi writes the same way she talks no shade She said, there are so many moments that I share with the world, and then there are moments that I want to keep for myself. Getting married was one of those moments. Our relationship was so new, breaking up and making up, and we had a lot of growing up to do. But we was so in love, we didn't want to lose each other. Was one morning in September, we woke up and decided to get married. We found someone to marry us, and she did, just the two of us and my cousin. I said I do with no dress, no makeup, and no ring. I appreciate and love my husband so much for still wanting me have that special moment, bear with me all, that every girl dreams of when he got down on his knee and put a ring on my finger, and he did that for me. Well, now, since you little nosy fucks know at least you can stop saying I had a baby out of wedlock. (sighs) That is the end of said Apple release statements, Apple iNotes. Wow. So, um, when he proposed on stage at that concert last year, they were already married. Wow. And I thought, like, after they got proposed, after he proposed, he kept saying in interviews, my wife, my wife, and I was like, okay, they, I just assumed they ran off and got married, like, after the proposal. I never thought they were already married. Wow. What do you think, wow. Ashley? <laughs> I, I'm I'm befuddled like shit because I'm just like what? How the, I? What the ham sandwich? It's I, I just so it's so it's bad enough that because <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna say what we all thinking. It's Go already ahead. it's already awkward enough when. Your man cheats on you and you just his bitch or his girlfriend. So she's been getting played by her husband. By her by her husband. I just wanna let y'all know if y'all hear a dog barking, that's my aunt's dog Kobe. Um, Hi Kobe. And speaking of dogs, back to offset. Um, I just I think they rushed into this. That's hood love. That's hood love. I mean, I understand not wanting your baby to be born out of wedlock, but uh, Cardi, we really didn't care. We just didn't want you to be with a, a cheater who didn't give a fuck about cheating on you. That's really what it was for me. Child. But if you like it, I love it, girl. Um, <laughs> she's due any day now. But does Offset know he's married? or no? Okay. Th- that's, what I- that's my next question. So... <laughs> <laughs> Does he realize that they got married? And like you know, there's a you know like that's a tech uh, <laughs> legally because, funny thing. 
Remember when he had the girl claiming to like have a baby by him and he was yeah. like and she faked a pregnancy by the way. But he put <gasps> That was a surprise to me though. Girl, yeah. So but you were still out here screwing other people and you were married? Like Okay. I wish you the best Cardi in your marriage. I just yeah, that's just That's weird as hell. There's just so <laughs> much with it that I'm just like I'm gonna let it process. She just put it out like a couple hours ago, so I'm still trying to process the. Fact I guess because I'm trying, I'm looking, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all the gossip blogs, and I'm looking for it. I don't know why they're keeping quiet on it. I guess Instagram would be your go-to source. L magazine. I'm on IG. I don't see it anywhere. I saw it. I um. I wonder if she put it out on her Twitter handle. I initially saw this on like L dot L. L Magazine's Twitter handle, and I was like, okay, why is mainstream white media reporting this? So, yeah, that's why I was like, wait a minute, the white people know something. No, if it was Shade Room or Bossup, I would be like, no, they're not, but L put it out. So, oh wow, moving along. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the BET Awards last night? Unfortunately, I did. I fell asleep, so I caught like the last two hours. I came on right when the Anita. Baker tribute started. What was your thoughts about the award show? Um, I'm gonna say something to <laughs> hopefully I don't lose my black card for this. Y'all have fucking ruined Black Panther, and I don't ever want to hear someone say Wakanda again. Oh, I'm tired. Um, we also need to talk. As much as we love Michael Bay Jordan, his acting sucked in Black Panther. Um, hot take. But yeah, I don't think his acting sucked. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe I don't know. It was something. What's going on with the switch? Because you liked Black Panther. What's going on? I think I love. Have Black the male Panther. monsters gotten to you? Say what? <laughs> Have the male mo- monsters gotten to you? What's going on? Here's the thing. I love Black Panther. Come pause. However, shout out to Deja. Um. It's not fun anymore. Like, black. When it first came out, Black Panther was fun, and you know, Wakanda forever. But now it's like some of y'all niggas really think that Wakanda is real, and some of y'all niggas think that Black Panther is the only movie that exists. And it's like I, I still live in the real world, so it's like I'm still functioning. So it's like. If you're going to capitalize off of it, you have there. And it was in my truest belief that there was a small window to capitalize off of the hype. I feel like the hype has died down, and like we need to get back to the real world, y'all. Wakanda is not real. There's a, like Ryan Coogler said. I love that he said this. He's like, we're glad that we were able to create Wakanda, but the truth of the matter is, there is a whole continent. You niggas actually need to think about doing your research on. Like, it is totally okay to say, you know, oh, I wonder what Africa is like. Google is free, my dear. Go to Google. Go Google Botswana. Google the Congo. Google the Seychelles. Do what you must do. Do your research. But, like, this whole idea that now every time we do something black, it's got to be Wakanda themed. I can't handle it. It's overload. It's like, give me a break. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'm uh, so disappointed, Jamie Foxx. Like, I don't know. No lie. The BET <laughs> Awards felt like, um, matter of fact, I feel like they recorded dress rehearsal because it was, it, everything was very laissez faire. And, you know, what, what the fuck was up with Chance? In this, well, not chance, Chad's again being on this impromptu concert, and just it was just so much stuff that see, I, I didn't gonna... even see all of that. I just saw the fuckery of the yeah, last half. I watched the whole thing, so you I deserve a medal. I literally sat there and had several moments throughout the time where I was just like, "What is happening?" It was it was terrible, and I can't lie, I was very unimpressed. And the way they made, the way everyone's been hooping and hollering about how when Deborah Lee Quist is out here, everything is going to change. And I'm just like, okay, 
Wonderful. I'd love to see it because whatever y'all think is happening is not happening. But um, yeah, that's my spiel for now. What you got? I liked the positive aspects. I love when they um highlighted the real life heroes, like the oh, guy yeah, who yeah. shot down the Waffle House. Not shot down. Uh, kind of tried to tackle him and apprehend the Waffle House shooter. Um, the Parkland shooter survivor, um, there was a black girl who had went out and, you know, did speeches about gun reform. Naomi, love Naomi, love her. The guy who scaled the building to save the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that part. Um, I didn't care for Meek, like, I'm, how do I say this? I'm exhausted from real world, what's going on in the real world right now. Okay. And I hate when rappers try to capitalize off of what's happening in the real world right now. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say about his performance. Like, I want okay. to see that shit on the news every day. I don't need to see that at the BET Awards. Mm. But at the same time, the one instance where I did, like, Jamie Foxx, towards the end, they did an in memoriam. Yeah. And they mentioned um, XXX very briefly. Oh. I liked that segue of Snoop Dogg's story because I don't think people realize Snoop Dogg beat a murder charge like a first degree murder charge he really did and seemingly turned his at least to the public image turned his life around got involved gave back to his community he wasn't you know getting released from jail and going to fucking basketball games right after he got out of jail Meek Mill um (laughs) openly talked about loving his wife you know T.I. we're gonna talk about you later and promoted this family man image and Snoop Dogg just released a gospel album Mm. like so I think a lot of these young rappers I call them the SoundCloud rappers oh god can kind of take a page from Snoop Dogg's book and um like this gang 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 shit it's, it's not cute yeah like, he avoided getting killed in East Coast, West Coast beef. Lost people he knew. Right. In real life and in the rap game. So, kudos up to Snoop Dogg. Um, I didn't... They didn't really give out awards. Was it just me? That's another thing. There were, like, <laughs> five awards. I was like, where is the rest of it? I'm not going to talk about Nicki Minaj's performance because I didn't see it. I, I just... thought it, but we... <laughs> I mean... Go ahead. So when she came on the screen, Jamar and I watched it at um Jamar and I went to an impromptu dinner last night. Shout out mm-hmm. to um our friends Kiki and Dede. So um so she comes on the screen and she's got her kimono. That was was it a kimono? I don't know. Girl, you asking the wrong person. She comes on the screen. <laughs> up, and I remember saying, what's wrong with her titty? Oh my <laughs> and God. my homegirl was like, what do you mean? And I was like, there's something wrong with her boobs. Like, her boob, jo- her boob job literally looks like it's about to pop. And she was like, you know, maybe that's just the way they have the holster set up. And I'm just like, that ain't good. Because Shari looked the fuck terrible. So, the performance, once again, they treated that shit like dress rehearsal. Like, have you ever seen the, um, I think it's a video of Mariah Carey. She's supposed to be performing, but she's just standing there, and she starts whistling. Is this the performance with the sailors where she was doing the absolute least, or is this a different performance? It's a different one. Okay, no, I haven't seen that. Mariah Carey has many performances where she's doing <laughs> the bare fucking minimum. But in this performance in particular, Mariah is literally just standing there. She's, um, I think, the instrumental for I Know What You Want, the collab with her and um, Foot Mode is on. And she's whistling, and then she's pointing at the audience. And she's like, you sing. <laughs> the laziest shit I've ever seen in my life. No, um, but you saying I paid tickets to come see you. Girl, Mariah. But yeah, so um, Nikki does this like, I still, once again, and I'm going to go to my grave saying this, Chun Li is not a villain. But whatever. Um, yeah, it was like, 
half of rapping, but rapping on the wrong words. So I've been on King Kong, been on, on, <laughs> on King Kong, and I'm just King like, Kong, King Kong, King Kong. I'm like, so are you gonna rap the rest of the shit? Like it was literally the most lackadaisical shit I have ever seen. Then um she does this quick wardrobe change where she starts doing the rich sex song and like it looks like she's about to twerk but then she just keeps like spreading her legs and there's this meme where like there's this dude who's looking and he's just looking horrified like what the fuck is this and just so then she disappears and all of a sudden um YG 2 chains and Big Sean come out and then Nikki reappears and she's straddling a unicorn in lingerie. But, like, she, it, it looks like the moves that she's supposed to be doing on the unicorn cannot be done because she's trying so hard, but she can't twerk. Otherwise, she's going to fall off. And, yeah, the, perform- the performance was just god-fucking-awful. I like hair, Janelle Monae's performance. Janelle Monae killed it. Um, but, yeah, Nicki Minaj's hair was awful. That, her wig was awful, too. Y'all need to really watch how y'all talk to these hairstylists in these shade rooms. <laughs> because they will always have the last laugh. I didn't like the Anita Baker tribute because I felt like... One, I felt like it should have been done on like BET Honors or like Black Girls Rock. Hey, accurate. Because we just don't... There, aren't, there isn't enough talent anymore to do like a big... Like, remember the James Brown tribute with Michael Jackson? Like, we don't yeah. have that anymore. Where and I felt like it was talking about it. I felt like it was half assed. I was like, okay, Jamie Foxx, you're on the piano, you singing, you talking. Like, is this serious or is this a tribute? Um, that girl with the boot up song, which I am so <laughs> tired of hearing. Sis, first they put her on the Nissan side stage. Not even which though I was I, shocked. Even though I don't care for the song, I I I respect the hustle when I see it. She deserved a main stage status. That single is platinum. Yes. <laughs> You're Here in America. Right. Here in the U.S. states of America, that single is platinum. You hear it 80 times a day on the radio station. What the fuck, BET? Like, you could have given her, and you they should have given her a set to perform her other songs, because all I see on Twitter is she has so many other great songs. And I'm just like, bitch, where are they? Like, where and I feel like this was her first major televised performance, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so right. I, BET paid her dust. She paid them dust in her wardrobe. She was dressed like SZA. Like, I just, I don't Once understand. Again, dress rehearsal, <laughs> rehearsal, um, church talent show, whatever <laughs> to describe piss poor shit. She said, I'm going to keep the same energy BET gave me. And I'm not trying to start nothing, but the vocals weren't there um that's all i have for the bet awards i didn't watch it i wasn't pressed to catch the parts that i didn't miss i feel like i really didn't miss anything and bet do better um as far as anita baker's tribute goes ooh, there was one person who y'all need there's only one person matter of fact, there, there are two people who i think about when i hear anita baker layla hathaway and tony braxton those are the only two people you need to be called. Because let's be very honest. <clears throat> and I can say what I'm about to say because I'm an auntie. Anita Baker just yawns in perfect pitch. If we're being quite honest, there's nothing. Oh my <laughs> Literally, yeah, think about it. Next time you sing something, yawn. You'll realize you sound like Anita Baker. Um, Tony Braxton, what were you? Was, was she booked? Um, that's actually the first person I would have thought of. Thank you, fam. Tony Braxton, and it's not like she, from what I hear, her and Birdman ain't into turning down no money, so you know, um, whatever. Layla Hathaway was in the video tribute, so I'm trying to figure out what was the um, what was the issue where she well, I did watch the um the after like the post show and she did Anita Baker did say that she did not have a choice in who they chose as performer. Oh yeah, they never have a choice. That's the uh, So she just wanted Prince to make that very clear. Remember the <laughs> Prince tribute where like all them people kept coming on stage <laughs> and Prince could not hide his disappointment. He was just like why are y'all here? With the exception of Patty LaBelle. 
Oh yeah, he was happy with her. And, and from what I that. hear, he actually liked Alicia Keys doing tribute. He said his issue was she was eight months pregnant at the time, so he was like, if she get up on this piano and fall, who fault is that? But but yeah, I With just beats. oh child. Um, I was very disappointed that they did not do that because I feel like the whole thing with tributes is do your research. So I was very because Marsha Ambrosia Salas sounds like <laughs> I don't know what she sounds like, but it's not a sound that I'm particularly fond of. I don't I love, think of Anita Baker when I think of her for tributes. Yeah, I think um, of like a Jill Scott tribute. That's yes. There you go, Marsha. Legacy, um, <sighs> Legacy is a go-to tribute girl, and once again, people just throwing her on tributes but not doing your research. So I wasn't impressed with that. Um, what else was it about the BET Awards that I was just like, eh? Um, who? Yeah, like you said, for there were also a lot of technical difficulties, which I was just like, once again. Is Pull it together. I, 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 it was I, a lot of dead silence and dead yeah. air and all this stuff and people not knowing their cues. If you watch the after show with Charlemagne and Tammy Roman, it was so awful. Like oh, Charlemagne wait, was Tammy on his Roman phone. Like yeah, her neck was covered up. I don't know what's going on with that. She's she an alien. A classy stud. She actually had the same outfit on as Lil Pump. That's on the shade room. Wow. Go have a good giggle when you're done. Okay, moving on from the BET Awards. Um, glad it's over. See y'all next year because it'll be the same type of coonery. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Everything is Love came out last two weeks ago. Yes. I need your rating from a scale of one to ten on the album. Just give me a number. Eight. Ooh. Ooh, you nice. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. <laughs> uh, where were you when the when the album dropped? Uh, I was actually asleep because I went home to Charleston for the weekend last week, and um, I have been out because I took my dad to Father's Day breakfast, and I came back home, and you know, I took a nap, and I randomly woke up out of my sleep. <laughs> I awoke. <laughs> I arose <laughs> and noticed that my edges were on the pillow, and I was like, "What is happening?" So, but um, yeah, I just randomly woke up out my sleep, and um, I think like I was like, "Well, I need to get ready anyway," because I was supposed to go on the dead night. So I was like, "Well, let me go put the city girl," because I listened to a lot of the city girls. So I was like, "Let me go on title and put on the city girls." I click on title, and it's like the cars, and I said, "Oh." Oh, oh my God. So it was my getting ready music. So, you know, I got to listen to and observe and everything. So, yeah, that's where I was when everything is love dropped. I felt like I went through the three stages of grief. <laughs> um, three different stages. When I saw that she put it out, I just happened to be on Twitter. Yeah. I had to go to a family pool party. So I was like, oh my God, Beyonce put an album out. And then I was like, it's a joint album. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's on title. Okay, well, I'm not listening to that shit until it comes to Apple Music. Okay, <laughs> carry on Twitter. So Twitter was up in flames. I think it came out that Tuesday or Wednesday on Apple Music. Yes. And I went into it with clear eyes and open hearts. Um, and um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> I still want Beyonce to put out her own album. And this has nothing to do with Jay-Z. I just, I guess overall, y'all are in love and I love that and we're happy. Now let's get back to the bag and let's get back to Beyonce because she's who I really care about. Like, um, there are some songs I like on there. Nice is my favorite track. Mm. Um, Ape Shit, I don't really care for, but I can appreciate the visuals they gave us. Mm. Friends is shady as fuck. And I live for it. I live for it. It hurt my feelings. And I know for a fact it was not about me. Like, (laughs) I know it was, I knew Beyonce wasn't talking about me. But I still, afterward, I was like, oh my God, I need to call Beyonce. I'm sorry, babe. (laughs) Girl, Um, 
are you excited to go to her concert and hear like this album? Yes, you are. Just, be- just because, um, cause, cause I know I've told a lot of people. I said, the the difference, but well, not difference, but a, something that distinguishes a lot of people who are excited about this tour is like my group of friends. We have also all gone to a Jay Z concert before, so we right. enjoy we enjoy Jay Z. So it's like, oh, okay, we've never seen Beyonce. And I've been told that from people who went to the first On The Run, they're like, if you like Jay-Z, and if you like Beyonce, and if you like the fact, because like the way the tour is set up, yeah, they have joint songs, but there's also portions of the performance where, you know, that solo, you're going to be fine. So I'm okay. And so, and I think it's because as soon as I heard it, or as soon as I officially saw the joint album, I was like, oh, okay, this is the close of this chapter. Like, after, not close, yeah, close yeah. chapter, we got lemonade. Close it, and I don't, I, I love you, Beyonce, before. but I don't want to hear about it no more. Y'all yeah. love being loved. I, I truly I- feel like now <laughs> that this has come out, because I told people, I said, this is Beyonce and Jay-Z's polite, but also very overt overt way of saying we good now shut the fuck up so we can get back to what we do y'all can shut up even though Beyonce made it about her body of work on a great album Mm. y'all can Mm. go back to minding y'all's business we're good accurate but yeah it's just like I like I said I take it for what it is it's the closing to I hope it's the closing I hope it's been it has to be (laughs) I feel like there's no room left like, it, which is why, I, and I was told that was that was why it wasn't Jay Z and Beyonce. It was the Carters. It's like, okay, yes. we did this, but please understand, there's still Beyonce and there's still Jay Z. Thank you all for coming to my TED Talk. So it's like I enjoyed it, and now I'm ready for Beyonce to go into hibernation after this tour is over, and in about a year and a half, reemerge with a new album. And I like, really feel like she's just gonna come out with her own album like right after this shit is done. Ooh, I would like I wouldn't mind that. I, I feel I, like I'm that's what she's gonna to, do. Say time to relax. You know, I don't want to overwork the queen. But yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And because once again, when Beyonce, Beyonce is one of this is not just a stand moment. This is like a recognizing moment. Beyonce is one of the hardest working artists in the business. Beyonce is always doing something. When it comes to her music, that's why your way, your edges were on your pillow when you heard Beyonce. Yes, I was like, wait, <laughs> a project, a product that she. Has I think it was a really R and B wise. I think it's a great R and B album. Like I, I like, can, I, I can like take into different. account the production of the music and the quality, and even her rapping. I was like, talk your shit. I enjoy Third Ward Trill B. I've always told people I enjoy Beyonce when she cusses. It just makes me so happy. And I know deep on the inside, Miss Tina is probably like, oh my goodness. But at the same time, she's like, well, she grown. I just felt like some of the songs went on for a little, like two minutes too long. And I was like, okay. It's a 38 minute album. So it's it's fast to listen to. Speaking of albums, Hmm. we have um, somebody who had a missing album, Tiana Taylor. (laughs) <laughs> she had a streaming party live on Twitter I believe mm-hmm. or it was streaming on all social media platforms mm-hmm. and then the next day sis didn't know where her album was Yep. she then retweeted people asking where her yeah. album was and she didn't know where it was yep absolutely um, have you listened yeah. to her album are you going to no. listen to it I don't know Um. once again when I said that I was not doing anything Kanye West related anymore, I meant that shit. Yeah. The problem, unlike the, the, problem the millions is, of people. <laughs> the problem is, I do not want to make Tiana Taylor suffer for the transgression of boss. So I'm trying She to, suffered enough. I'm trying to figure... Yeah, like she suffered enough. So I'm trying to figure out how do I want to do this? Do I want to... Because more than likely... I'll make Lamp stream it so that way I can be like, oh, you know, I heard it, but I didn't listen to it. But yeah, like, I'm more than likely I'm going to 
consider listening to it because once again, I don't feel like Tiana Taylor has been because she didn't go to Wyoming. So I guess I can like give her credit for that. She didn't. I thought I saw pictures of her in Wyoming. I don't think she went to. I knew she was at the um Kitsy Ghost one in Mac, but I didn't think she went to. See now you got me thinking that I gotta rescind my invitation. Um, I I remember specifically certain people. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I don't think I saw her in the Wyoming pics because I tweeted like I'm watching all the people going to Wyoming, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel the same way. I'm not gonna listen to her album. I liked her last project that she put out independently, but I can't fuck with yes. Kanye. So I'm yes. sorry, Kid Cudi. I love Kid Cudi. I'm rooting for him, but. It'll probably be a good two years before I listen to his album. Mm. Um, moving along. So we're done talking about music. Hey. Also, shout out, since we're talking about Kunye, shout out to Virgil <laughs> Abloh, the menswear head designer for Louis Vuitton. He had his first show in Paris. Yes. And not only was it amazing, you kind of got to see his hard work finally pay off. And I think it's monumental that an American black designer is head of design at freaking Louis Vuitton, a Paris-based fashion company. So shout out to him. He and Kanye hugged. I ain't hugging nobody who blocked my blessings, but go along, go forth, and be great, Virgil. Like, that's really huge. I was, that's the thing, like, people, I have heard people talk about the Virgil thing, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. The long and the short of it I've heard is Virgil had the opportunity to grow, but Kanye wanted to block him and be like, no, you can't go. In a situation of, you know how you do really good work for your company and your boss is like, you're such a good worker. And then when you find out you're trying to spread your wings, your boss has like turned down or like given really terrible recommendations for you. <laughs> it's like I want to keep you for myself. Not even a boss. A co- it was more of a coworker thing. Ooh, ooh. Like yeah. They they both started as um, interns for Fendi, and he would um, collaborate with Kanye. Like when um, him and Jay Z put out their joint album, he did the yeah. cover work for that. So it's like you you blocking your brother's blessing, okay? But he hugged them. They're over it. Um, good for them. Good, good luck selling that apocalyptic Walking Dead attire, Kunye. Oh, God. So, Jesse Williams, have you heard of him? Oh, Jesse Williams. Waffle Collar. He's on, yeah. <laughs> he's on Grey's Anatomy. He's a oh, yeah, activist. Like oh, yeah. You like, like him? him? You like him? Um, I, I do Grey's Anatomy. That's it. So, bruh is going to now have to give his ex-wife $100,000 a month just for child support. That doesn't even include spousal support. Ashley, what would you do with $100,000 per month? You want the honest truth? I want the God honest truth. Shit. I'm stacking <laughs> that shit because eventually... I'm a, cause like from what I understand about spousal support is, and that shit. Wait, cause now I have heard that the one hundred thousand was spousal support on top of extra. Like I want to say the seven thousand per child for child support. I can't remember, but yeah, the child support is fifty k per child. Oh, okay. So I don't know what her spousal support is. Okay, but I'm just saying the hundred. Matter of fact, I'm um I'm stacking my um spousal support checks, and I'm like making sure that like of course my children are taken care of, but I'm also stacking for them <laughs> as well because um I'm a strong believer in you got to put away for a rainy day, and from what I heard, the reason why the money is so extreme is because even though she has her own career. This this was not in the cards. And apparently, you know, she was kind of just, you know, yeah. She wasn't prepared for this. She wasn't so, prepared for him to go and slang that salami. Exactly. And exactly. become Hollywood. <laughs> From what the articles I've read is that she didn't, she is basically a legend that he just switched up and became Hollywood once he made it big. And um, the hundred the 100K a month part isn't really going to do anything to him because this Negro makes... 
$500,000 per month. Exactly. 100K is a drop in the bucket. That nigga ain't even missing that shit. But because I'm broke as fuck, when I saw the 100K, I was like, God damn. (laughs) Child, my eyes got big. I was like, whoo, child, the ghetto. I know. Shondaland will keep him employed. Grey's Anatomy is like on what? Season 17? Season seventy two, they're um they're already. I want to just they just finished season fourteen, and from what I hear, they already have Shonda already has contracts inked for fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. So um, here's the yeah, thing about fine. when when people leave Shondaland, like I, when I read um the last two people who left, the girl who played his like ex wife, Kepner, yes, mm-hmm. she straight up said, "Oh, it's not a money issue. It was it's it's no creative differences. It's not about money." That's how She's, I know Shonda has them paid. Yeah. She was like, oh, no, it's not money. I'm, I'm, it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I always tell people, you have to be mindful of how certain people leave. Right. So, um, how Catherine Heigl left. Ooh, she burned bridges. Literally just, you know, gone. Um, Isaiah Washington disappeared. Gone. Fucked up his money. He's, he's doing he um, up his money. He's doing loan commercials now. I saw him in a loan commercial. Mm-hmm. But then you have <laughs> TK Knight who played O'Malley, devastating death. You have um Derek Shepherd, McDreamy, devastating death. McSteamy, devastating death. Like, now McDreamy was on the bullshit though. Ooh, ooh, child. Yeah, he was. He didn't want um, what's her name, Ellen? Yeah. He didn't think she should be making as much as he made. Child. He wouldn't back her up for like a pay increase. Yeah. But, so, um, McDreamy, you can go. And then, of course, the way Sandra O. Oh, Sandra O oh got a whole tribute episode. So, it's very clear that she left on good terms. Right. When you leave on bad terms, like they don't explain shit. Like, we know where Kepner is going. Um, that's the uh, his ex wife. We know where um the lady Arizona. We know where they're going. They have left on good terms. So it's like if push comes to shove, and I want to say like Jesse and Ellen Pompeo are actually like really good friends in real life. Whenever Jesse decides that he wants to go or it is time to make his exit, he will be well taken care of. And he and Shonda have a good working relationship to where whatever new project she does on Netflix, I'm sure Jesse will be either on producer credit or, you know, retainer for a job. We ain't worried about no Jesse Williams. That nigga's always going to be paid. He's right. light skin and apparently he he's has- castable. Yeah, he's castable. <laughs> Point blank and period. Yeah, like, yeah. That Kepner girl already has a new, she's going to be in a new show on CBS as yep. a lead. Yep. Make your money, honey. Make your money, honey. What a bag ass. Speaking of people who need to get a divorce. <laughs> Clifford and Tamika. Oh, God. I don't want to do this. I'm tired. We've never had, we've never had this on this show because our show is still that new. But Oh, I know. Um, I'm just like thinking. Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, just, yeah, yeah, I'm tired. I'm too, tired. I'm, yeah, I'm tired. Can't. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm over it. Fuck him. So T.I. was once again caught with his hand in the cookie jar backstage um, feeling up on some actress who I didn't know she was off of Greenleaf. Wait, what? Okay, so let me give y'all the tea. T.I. was, oh gosh, this story goes back a while. So a couple months ago on Instagram, like two months ago, T.I. was urging the public to stand up against this restaurant called Houston's for their treatment of black women. Yes. There was an incident where they were thrown out and the cops were called because they wanted to use the bathroom. Blah, blah, blah. One of the ladies who was involved in that accident plays, I want to say Tasha Skanks or Shanks on Greenleaf. That's who it was? That's Asia Epperton. Yes. So she was one of the um, ladies involved in that accident or that incident ti was all on social media you know stand up for these people blah 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 months later comma pause now (laughs) ti is being secretly recorded backstage with the same actress and he they look very comfortable he's you know feeling on her butt feeling on her legs she's hugged up taking selfies with him 
So I guess he did connect on the community. I don't really know. So that video comes out on Instagram, making Tiny look like the fool once again. Tiny gets on Instagram, and you know, you know how these these wives do. She mm-hmm. pulled the Tammy Rivera. They put up the lyrics like, oh, God. "Oh, these niggas ain't shit," and you know, blah blah blah. I'm better by myself. Ugh. And here we are once again. Then Clifford decides to not retweet, but um, repost something on Instagram that a woman had wrote about how marriage has no advantages for men. Oh, God. Now, T.I., you are married. You are still sticking your dick in everything that moves. What advantages are you missing out on? I'm sorry. I'm confused. Oh, I just, Clifford frustrates me so much. Like, Tiny... Just divorce him, sis. Just why is she so afraid to divorce him? I genuinely don't understand because I, I tell people this all the time. Tiny was already white. Matter of fact, because you always hear there's Martha Stewart rich and there's MC Hammer rich. Because the she was in her bag. Martha Stewart broke is still gonna be rich. MC Hammer <laughs> broke is broke. Tiny was Martha Stewart rich before T.I. was even out of high school. Let's be very fucking clear on that. Homegirl was in her bag well before she met Clifford Harris short ass at the mall. So it, it is so strange to me that knowing that she was indeed that bitch. And even after she got an eye transplant where her eyes are permanently a change color, and even after the stroke and the, how it messed up her face and healthcare and all that stuff, even after all that, it is still niggas who was out here willing to drink her dirty bath water with a crazy straw. I do not understand what the hold is to T.I. I don't know if it's a situation of well, you know, we've been together, blah, 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 or, you know, it's hard to start over. Because let me tell you something. You can hear regular bras say, oh, my God, this whole starting over thing, which I'm a strong believer in. You can, it's never too late to start over. But in particular, regular women, I can kind of understand where they be like, oh, you know, it's hard. I got all these kids, you know, baggage, blah. <laughs> Listen, you are and they rich. have a big blended family. Honey, boo-boo, kitty, you are rich. It is never too late to start over. So I'm it it befuddles me. I genuinely don't understand what is still keeping her there. I, I don't believe it's the dick. I want to be very clear. I don't have no high hopes for him on that. So I just I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't It's so frustrating because you know he is fucked with her self-esteem with like the surgeries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And not only him, social media is horrible to tiny. Yes. I have, too, been in the past. I've, <laughs> I've stopped doing that. Um, but it's like, when are you going to get tired of being publicly humiliated? And we just talked about Cardi B, how, you know, you were saying, like, so Offset was doing that shit and they were married. What was the point of getting married? Exactly. What is the point? Like, I just, I don't understand Clifford. And whenever somebody tries to come at him about that, he's like, well, I'm a great father and I do so-and-so for the community. If it's so easy for you to hop on Instagram and cape for some girl that you didn't even know who was involved in that restaurant incident, why can't you just be there for your wife? Child. Where's your wife? You have Ugh. done me wrong, Greg. I have never, ever. Okay, sorry. That was... No, no, quote it, because that was some real shit that, that they, was like, my Le- mainstream you. white America on Bravo had never seen before, because Greg, who, shout out to him, he's currently battling cancer yeah greg had done nini wrong and mm-hmm. Nini put him on blast and let him know listen <laughs> you will be replaced and he was replaced he and was. then they got back together yeah. she did that quickly his daughter um i forgot her name the deja, deja. yeah she turned i believe 17 yep she's so day. cute i love deja she's adorable um and his family were commenting that none of his other children were there and he responded well they're not really rocking with me right now yep yeah Mm -hmm. Um, because before when they were younger you know they were kind of shielded from that type of thing so it doesn't only just affect tiny it affects your kids as well yep 
and y'all have done so much to perfect this family image. As those boys get older, they're going to realize how ain't shit you are. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. So I feel like now he may have like an empty nest syndrome. Like nobody's going to be really fucking with you anymore as they get older. And they're not immune from social media or from the general public coming to them and being like, your daddy is a piece of shit. He's not a great husband. So, you know, um, what goes around comes around T.I. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's just so bold with it. He's so bold. I genuinely do not understand. I don't think I'll ever... And I always notice that niggas who be loud and wrong when they cheat are the most confident cheaters. I don't understand that. Like, you are (laughs) so far from being right on this moral compass. But you just standing up in your shit. You are determined. That's one thing. Niggas will stand up in their shit. They will, they will be loud and wrong, and they, they will, will be wrong as two left feet, <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "But no, but no." I hope, I, I hope the next time I see Tiny in the news, it's because she wants to finalize the divorce. Like Tiny, you can do so much better. You can do so much better. As of right <laughs> now, the story, of course, typical story. She's secretly meeting with divorce attorneys. And I don't want to hear shit. Exactly. Until Randy Kessler <laughs> appears behind that podium and says, <laughs> um, Miss Tamika Harris is filing for a divorce. Until or whoever the cause that's the other thing. That like is only one lawyer in Atlanta. It got to be more lawyers in Atlanta. Everybody goes to the same lawyer. But yeah, I just I feel like there has to be I want better for her. But the truth of the matter is, sweetheart, you's a grown woman. I can't want You have to want you. better for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta want it for you, baby doll. You gotta wanna say, you know what, I don't deserve to have to play back and forth with a nigga who I done been with going on twenty years and he still don't wanna years. fucking do right by me. That's bull that's a baby back bullshit. Like and the truth of the matter is if Tiny wanted to, Tiny could have T.I. ass bent over a tree stump with his pants down if it came to divorce. If she wanted to be petty as fuck, she could take him for everything. Didn't but, she go to jail for him like right after he got out? That's exactly it. <sighs> Let me tell you got something. Got arrested, got a mugshot and shit. If I catch some charge drugs on him. You, and if I do time and you got me out <laughs> here looking stupid, I'm going to stab you point blank in the period like I know a lot of people like to joke and say I wouldn't ruin my life behind no nigga nah fuck him he gotta die he gotta get stabbed thank you he's got to go he's got um when he was openly cheating with the Bernice lady I was like okay this is the final straw she she's gonna divorce his ass because it's just really out in the open now and then the side check was clapping back at her so I was like okay tiny's done with it and then she dropped the divorce. And I was like, okay, Tiny, I wash my hands of you. Mm. Tiny, if we don't take care of this problem after this. Ain't nothing we can do for you, babe. Like, you can, sing, you can sing all your what oh, lip sing to all whatever secret messages you want to in the car. Ain't nothing <laughs> we can talk about. Because you know that's the new thing. So, man, I think. Oh, Lord, please don't, please don't. <laughs> Yeah, just no. what was the song she was lip syncing to? Was actually, it, about- it was actually City Girls, and I was like, I live, but you keep know. that same energy, Tiny. Keep the same energy, though. Yeah, like keep it. I, I want to continue to hear, fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga. Fuck. <laughs> she says she wants, she's looking for a nigga with a sweet tooth. That I, I want you to really be looking for a nigga with a sweet tooth, sis. I'm not even at the point where I wanted to be messy. Just just get done. All right. So those are all the topics I had. I did want to mention that Dear White People finally got renewed. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Netflix was playing games. They were. Which I think it's so funny how they green light these white shows like as fast as lightning. Mm-hmm. But the shows with um predominantly black or the diversified cast, they like it's like pulling teeth to get them to 
renew those shows. Yeah, a little bit of quick gossip. I'm hearing that they're not 100% sure on renewing Luke Cage, which I think is interesting because the second season is amazing. So I find that interesting that it's a question of renewing that. But we've had to sit through four four horrible seasons of Titus carrying Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Ooh, that's finally ending thank jesus what was the other marvel show that was so horrible about the guy with the sword in his hand there what was that no not daredevil the other spinoff it came out like last year um iron fist yes okay so y'all produced that with that horrible lead and i don't watch any of these marvel shows let's let's be honest Y'all were so quick to produce that, but I I real recognize is real. Y'all don't want to renew Luke Cage. Cha. Which is always all over my timeline whenever it premieres. That's matter. That's like them wanting to renew 13 Reasons Why amid Ooh. this drama. And like Ooh. all this controversy. They were so ready to do that. But now to hear that they moving slow. Because they're not sure what they can do with another season of Luke Cage. It, the setup is there. Like, literally, the setup is there. I don't Not even the setup. Can't you just go look at some comic books? That, that <laughs> too. That's the biggest thing. They ain't even really got to do a lot of work if they don't want to. <laughs> they could be lazy as hell. God. I can't go look at the comic books and take a storyline and draw that out take out probably two storylines from one single comic book and make a season out of that y'all lazy as fuck um dynasty which it did get renewed for season two the girl who plays crystal natalie kelly sis said she hasn't gotten a script she didn't get a plane ticket to come back to atlanta so Crystal probably is going to be in a coma or be dead next season. Um, In the original Dynasty, I want to say it was Steven or it was Fallon who on the first season something happened in like the end of the season one finale and they were presumed dead. And then it came it, like in the end of season two, it was revealed that they actually were alive, but they had had like a Fallon. Yeah, they're doing they're taking the soap opera up- approach to it. So I'm gonna leave that alone. It's not even a soap opera. (laughs) She said she ain't got no script. Um, Because you at least need a script to lie lie down and pretend to be in a coma, right? Mm -hmm. So if this was the first half of Dynasty, I would say, yeah, go ahead, kill her off. Because she wasn't doing anything for me personally. Yeah. The second half of the season, and I think the whole second half of the season, the whole show kind of shifted. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, she she kind of earned her spot, but I feel like it's budget reasons and they just don't want to say it because I feel like they plan on bringing back a lot of people or bringing on people. Uh, who is it? Um, yeah, because they haven't named who um whatchamacallit's daughter is, the the not yeah, the butler. They and have- there's Kirby. She's gonna be on there. Kirby yeah, is gonna so- be on there. They've introduced Dominique Devereaux. So Blake has a half black sister. Huh. So um yeah. Um Crystal, it was nice to know you. Nice to know you. <laughs> Did you have any other topics you wanted to talk about as we round out? Oh my god, there was there was one today I was like, ooh, I have a question about that. But damn it, I forgot about it. Oh, um, strippers. Strippers, strippers, strippers. Niggas, <laughs> don't let y'all single homeboys get y'all fucked up in these streets. Um, apparently, are you t- talking about resume? Yeah, um, uh, she well, was here's, a. Here's I had her on the list, but then I took her off. I'm not gonna do too much about it because, of course, she's still up under that nigga. But um, long the long and the short of it is, Luchi got a single homeboy named Black Youngster who is still living life as he is still single. And apparently, Lucci forgot that he is not in that same life anymore. That is all I'm going to say about that. I take him in doses. I don't even know. I Can you name a, a Lucci nope. song? Nope. Nope. I can name a Black Youngster song. Oh, yeah. Can I touch that booty? That yeah, that's about it. I don't know who these people are. I guess I'm getting older. 
I literally all I have is can I shake that booty? That's not the booty. That's I, did, I can't see you, but I know you're twerking. Hey, I'm making that thing shake. Shake that monkey. Yeah, that's all I got. So that's all we have for you guys. Um, any end of the podcast shout outs you want to give? Any messages? Anything you want to tell our listeners? Nah, uh, stay stay black. Um, if listener, you know, stay white, but you know, within racially sensitive parameters. Um, happy Stop pride. calling the police on us. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> yes, I meant to say Happy Pride. We haven't said Happy Pride all month. Happy Pride, you guys. Terrible. Um, as as much as people joke about all the acronyms, and much love to our LGBTQIA family. It is so much more LMNLP. Yes, it is so much more than wearing rainbows during the month of June. There's so much work in true allyship, and you know, just really being aware of what you can do to be there for the people of that community. Also. June was um Black Black Music History Month. So yes, it wanna, was. Huh? I said yes, it was. Yes. Um, I want to. In Juneteenth. Yes. Ju- <sighs> Such a Black month. So Black. I think we should nominate June as the second Black History Month. A- accurate, accurate, accurate. On the calendar, because every month is Black History Month. We mm. did everything. We want our vehicles and the mule. <laughs> on that note catch that read catch that we will see you guys next time don't forget to interact with us on our instagram page otrpod on the rocks pod and um our email which is on the rocks ak at gmail.com talk to us y'all please talk to us yeah talk to us we're it's kind of boring <laughs> it's kind of boring nobody talks y'all like it we appreciate the likes yeah definitely but you know Talk to us. We talk. Talk to us. Let us know if you guys have a business or if your friend has a business that you would like us to plug or a podcast that you would like us to shout out. And we will be sure to do that. All right, guys. We'll see you next time for my joint album. Whoo! Bye. Hennessy and bourbon. Get off the line. (laughs) Bye. Bye.